Hello, everyone. Hi. Well, I guess you are everyone to me right now. Hi, you're oh, my yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cracker Classics, a weekly podcast where these two guys who are each other's everything, mm. at least while we're recording, <laughs> watch an old movie and see how it looks through the lens of today. And we'll see how this goes today. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I know this is French. Because I just it. told you. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's kids involved. A fence. It's in black and white. That's it. Yeah. This I week... didn't even catch the year. <laughs> nice. This week we're watching The 400 Blows. This is considered one of the greatest foreign language films of all time. Uh-oh. Martin Scorsese loves it. But so does mm. but so does Kurosawa. Ooh. So, okay. Okay. This is like the first French New Wave movie. If you're familiar with the French New Wave. Uh, vaguely. Okay. I, I have my opinions about the French New Wave. <laughs> <laughs> what what are some other French New Wave? Only other one I could think of is Breathless. Okay, I didn't see that either yet. I've seen Breathless and I really didn't care for it. It almost <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> But I think it was kind of supposed to piss me off. I don't know. The movement's considered very um, groundbreaking and paved the way for what came later. This is 59, 1960, somewhere in there. Uh, So this is supposed to bridge the gap between the classics and the, the modern movies we know them today. Yeah. So we'll see yeah. if that's true or if we think that. All I know of the story is there's a kid, he seems like he's a little punk ass, who gets into trouble and eventually has to grow the fuck up. Hmm. It's one of them coming-of-age movies, but we'll see how effective that is. French kid learning to grow up. Sounds like a fantasy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, if you see Breathless, <laughs> you realize it is a fantasy. <laughs> well, I did watch Eight and a Half, so... That was different. <laughs> Very different. Yeah, but it was another French guy that refused to grow up. It was Italian, wasn't it? Was it? Eight oh, wait, that's... Never mind. Yeah, you're right. I had that cross... What was I thinking? I don't know. Whatever. Europeans refusing to grow up. It happens. You wonder where the Americans learned it from. <laughs> We don't even pretend, though. It's it's awful. That's true. We're proud that we don't grow up. <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> you're not going to make me. And here I'm making you watch this movie and you're not putting up a protest. It's because I'm a grown-up. Yay! <laughs> and you've subjected me to stuff, too. Oh, yes. Stuff that I'm sure is far worse than this. I remember Caligula. That's not even what I was thinking. What were you thinking? Santa Claus conquers the Martians. (laughs) Fair enough. My God. You could blame the Guardians of the Galaxy for that. Okay. Well, Kevin Bacon specifically. I can blame him. (laughs) Easily. Uh, Here, if this sucks, we can blame Martin Scorsese. And Kurosawa. Yeah. But it's hard to blame Kurosawa for anything. (laughs) It really is. I think that is a, a resounding endorsement. So this should be good. <laughs> and if we don't think it's good, we probably just don't get it. Probably. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll be split like eight and a half. You got it. I <laughs> didn't really. I, mean, I did, but I didn't care. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but All this right. is France. Chain link fence. We'll see how much that plays in here. It's pretty, yeah. It's a striking image. Is it a metaphor? Probably. Is he fenced in in his adolescence and has to break out? Freddie Mercury biopic? Yes. He wants to break free. <laughs> All right. We should probably watch this. Yeah, so we know what the hell we're getting into. We'll be back for our intermission impressions and fencing. Grapes? Ooh. With wrath? Ooh. If you're really good, I'll give you money. Yeah. Money that I probably got from the man I'm seeing on the side that you totally saw. Because you were playing hooky from school. So, of course, we can't tell your father. But he totally knows. Neither of us can tell your father. <laughs> but that's because he knows. <laughs> uh, this is... This is okay. It's very French New Wave. I don't know what that means. But... Everything looks cool, and it's... What's happening, it's being yeah. done very well. Yeah. I just don't really care about what's going on. Not at all. It's supposed to be like very real life portrayal. Like, this is life. Fair enough. And yeah, great. But what else you got? Yeah, I wouldn't watch a movie in my life either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so far, this, this sort of feels well, like it is upholding that stereotype that the French are dicks. <laughs> Everyone in well, this movie is quite the deck. Yeah, yeah. At first I thought Dad was okay. He at least had a sense of humor. Nope. But now his dickness is <laughs> coming totally out. Totally a dick. He has a sense of humor. Totally a dick, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we're blaming the kids because they're the bad ones, right? Oh, we always do. Yeah. I mean, granted, these kids aren't great. No. But they're kids. Yep. They're picking up on the influences around them, and look at what's around them. Children are a reflection of the adults mm -hmm. in their lives. I, I sympathize with Antoine. I think he could be a decent kid if some things in life were different. Uh, yeah. He's at least, maybe. he's at that age, though, where he knows things aren't good, and, and he knows that he would like to do better and probably can do better. He just has no idea how to do it because yep. he doesn't have those skills. Yep. And he's trying. He kind of looks to mom and dad, but mm, get him anything. He's certainly not getting anything from his teacher. Yeah, he's dick number one. He's not getting anything from his friends. Though I wouldn't him. expect it from his well, friends. Well, I don't know, though. Like, the one friend's not too bad, and he, sure, he got him to skip school, but he also found him a place to sleep when he was uh, avoiding punishment at home. But, he made the decision. <laughs> you know, like, and is that's that, a good friend. I suppose. But is that the only reason he didn't go home? Yeah. Cause, okay. Because he left the letter and spent the night in the print shop, and I thought he was running away. Because that's kind of oh, no, how no. the letter made it sound. Uh, yeah. Kind of. But then yeah. he goes to school the next morning. Like, how is this yeah, going to was... work? Obviously, they're going to find yeah, you at yeah. school. That's... But, uh, but that was uh, adolescent uh, cry for attention, I guess. You're going to beat me. I'm not coming home. I guess. I don't know. Maybe the whole strength of New Wave is... New Wave is... What did you call it? Is it New Wave? The French New the Wave. The yeah. French New Wave. Maybe the whole 
influential aspect to it is that it presents a realistic portrayal of human life. That's its point, yeah. I mean, as opposed to the stylized ridiculousness that came before it in cinema. Yeah. Because there's not much (laughs) Mm -hmm. realistic about older movies. That's true. So. Yeah, no, I'm kind of shitting on the style, but it, it has its importance. It's just boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wish it had better stories to tell. Well, that's life. True. But I don't need to go to the movies to be told that. <laughs> yeah, that's I knew true. That before I started to, watching this to, movie. I'm going to the movies for something other than stupid, boring, real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes that's effective. Sometimes you sometimes. can get that slap in the face reality through a movie, and that's good. So far here, though, I'm... Yeah. Know. There's at least a little sympathy being It's also hard to relate to really a French kid. kid in the 50s or whatever. So. <laughs> That's true. I'm at least kind of reminded of my school days. Of course, it was very different. It wasn't in the middle of a city. True. But we all had that sort of upbringing of school and life outside of school influencing what goes on in school. Never caught my mom cheating, though. No. I also didn't live in a culture where that's kind of just accepted as what happens. Is that... Well, I mean, it. that's my understanding of French culture. Uh... Like, it's not necessarily accepted. Like, jealousy is still a thing and mm-hmm. all that, but it's kind of accepted. It's not okay, but it's understood that it goes on. I suppose, yeah. Their approach to it is different yeah. than here. I mean, it's still expected that you at least try to be discreet. Which, for the most part, she kind of was. We had no idea anything like that was going on until we saw her on the street. But then there was Maybe the whole... Maybe you I'm... had no idea anything like that was going yeah, on. All right, fine, fine. Uh... I did. <laughs> I guess I was I had... pretty sure for within five minutes of meeting mom, I'm like, <laughs> all right then. And then I met dad and it was like, definitely. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I don't know why. I'm probably just more experienced with straight relationships, but. Um... <laughs> I at least was uh, along for that ride <laughs> until she had to stay late. Inventory. <laughs> Year end inventory. Mm-hmm. Just like last week. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she needs to rest on Sundays. Uh Uh-huh. So far, it feels like we're just getting set up for whatever is going to happen. There might be some big climax we're working towards. Probably not if it's supposed to be a realistic description of life or depiction of life. But sometimes in life, things build to this surreal, what the fuck... But that was the reality of the situation, you know? That's true. I don't know, I was honestly surprised to see Dad. I thought Mom was a single mom when we met her. That was the first vibe I got, yeah. Dad seemed, he seemed the amiable type at first. Which means Mom's stepping out, like it just... (laughs) Probably, There's just a nice dichotomy between the two. You got a woman that gets off... frumpy and mean, but Dad's a little more (laughs) lighthearted. That didn't really last, though. (laughs) <laughs> no no it didn't can we talk about when mom and dad show up at school 
Yeah, what was that? I mean, first we had the lie of... Mom's dead. Mom's dead. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I cut school yesterday, because mom is dead. It's a terrible excuse. You can only use it once. (laughs) And you've got to keep it up for (laughs) years. Never bring mom to school. (laughs) That was a rookie mistake on on Antoine's part. And that's... Kind of what really bugs me is he doesn't seem like a rookie, but he keeps making rookie mistakes. Yeah. Like, if he's really the kind of kid that behaves this way, he ain't no rookie. But he keeps making mistakes like this is his first time doing all this. Maybe it's his first time getting caught. I don't don't know. Again, like, I I just don't find him to be a realistic kid. True. I mean, the whole cutting school and... The things that he's doing feel like typical kid, but normally kids are better at covering their tracks and getting out of things. Whereas Not he's necessarily, just kind of but a kid it. that is supposedly known for being a troublemaker and has that sort of like reputation to him knows how to do it better. Does he have that reputation <clears throat> or is it just being imposed upon him? Either way, well, he's going to know how to do it better. This is like an adult's idea of what goes on in a troubled child's life, not what actually goes on in a troubled child's life. That's true. Um, but sometimes when you're made to be the scapegoat, you don't know what to do in that situation. He's still low enough, and he doesn't seem to know enough. That's true. Like, the smart move that any child that's ever had to do anything remotely similar to that knows is when you're stealing milk... It's one pass, because going back and forth three, four times attracts attention. (laughs) Yeah, stealing the milk was amateur move there. Should have just taken it. Yep. I mean, I kind of get two passes to set the milk upright and then snag it as you walk by. Maybe, maybe. But that's still something you give time in between Mm -hmm. if you have any sense of... Theoretically, he's supposed to be that kind of kid. I'm still not convinced that he's supposed to be that kind of kid. I feel like it's been kind of well. His parents talk him. about him having all these tr- problems. His teacher talks about him having all these problems. Like, if there's a history there, mm. there are some things he's gonna know, and he doesn't seem like he knows them. Right, but you've seen that class of boys. They're all like that. He could just be getting lumped in and now being influenced by his environment. Uh, I have to play this role and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm fumbling my way through it. And what do you know? It's upholding this stereotype that you have of me if I'm the punk kid. He's writing shit on walls. There was that. Yeah. Like, no, this kid is supposed to be. (laughs) Maybe he's just more of an idiot. Maybe I will do what I want and there are no consequences. Wait, there's consequences? How do I get out of these consequences? Yes. Yeah, kind of, but it just, I don't know. He doesn't seem realistic to me. I buy that. There's a little stiltedness to him. There's just a disconnect between what everyone says he is and the way he behaves. Mm-hmm. And sure, that happens in life, but I don't see it like this very often. I am whatever you say I am. <laughs> I wonder if Eminem has seen this movie. 
I was more taken aback at a dad slapping him in front of the whole damn class. Oh, no, that's just 50s child rearing. Most likely, but in this day and age, I was like, whoa, you just don't do that. I mean, hitting your kids in general these days is very much taboo, but with an audience, whoa. Uh, that to me has been the most believable part of the movie so far. Well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that and mom sleeping around. Well, yeah. When you look like that at her age and have regrets, you kind of sleep around. That's true. At least mom was willing to open up to Antoine a little bit. Saying, you know, I was your age once. I have regrets. This stuff going on, yada yada. It was something. It was something, but it was also it also felt very much like the um, trying to build rapport so I can sell you something. Well, it is a mother son relationship. That's fair. Yeah, and she was trying to sell him something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> maybe you can read my diary if you don't tell dad that I was stepping out. Yeah. That's true. Another entire relationship. Yeah. It's sort of strange because <laughs> I know what you were doing. It might be a factor as we go along here. Because I'm not really sure what's going to happen. No. I assume kind of more of the same until there's like a straw that breaks the camel's back. I don't know that there is going to be, though. I hope so. Otherwise, where are we going? I don't know. What I, was this for? I do want something to happen. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> And all the optimism that I have, something will happen. Hopefully. Anyway, let's see if something does. Okay. I guess we'll be back for our curtain call and something. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. I almost felt like it was going to get good there for a minute. Did you? Almost. Like him being in military school and talking to the psychiatrist and all that. I'm like, all right, we're the psychiatrist there's something bit. going on here. Yeah. We're learning something. Like, it's getting... And then nothing. Then it went nowhere, yeah. Absolutely nothing. Nowhere. I, I oh. liked the psychologist bit. Yeah. We learned a little bit. It, I it, wrote it something a down. a little bit more sense. Yes. I mean, I still think he'd be better at criming, but... Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to be good at anything. But I wrote down the line, sometimes I tell them the truth and they don't believe it. So, so why I, not lie? Yep. I prefer to lie. Yep. As someone who's been in that situation before where I get, did you the utmost respect and told you honestly what happened and you still think I'm lying? Well, fuck you. Yep. You're not ever getting the truth again. Mm-hmm. You're not worth it. I don't think I would say you never get the truth again, but... I will save my truths for when the truth is going to hurt you more than the lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Now I can pick and choose for your concern. <laughs> yeah. He didn't seem to get that. He just would prefer to lie, I guess. Well, that's how you develop a habit of lying. True. But it doesn't seem like anything he did in this movie had any sort of thought to it no uh, i i sort of understand that because sometimes you just do it because you do it and you don't really know why you did it but this that's not cool. every moment of your life he either does what he's told or he just doesn't know what he, why he did it 
Well, this is why you let people get abortions. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny about that. Like, Sorry, I'm serious. I'm just... Especially because he found out that his mom wanted an abortion. Yeah. Like, this is the problem. This is, like, when you have children that aren't wanted, here you go. Mm. How many children are wanted, though? Quite a few. I know a lot are, but and then there's a lot that aren't at I was. the time. But then eventually, I'm glad that my parents around. might have regretted wanting me at some point. <laughs> but I think I that was happens wanted. with every child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he didn't even live with his parents until he was eight, and from a very young age, he knew he wasn't wanted, and that's yeah. very. And that's an issue with a child. Very much an issue. Yeah. You never tell the child that he wasn't wanted or was an accident. You don't talk like that around them at all because they'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't... Even if you think you're keeping it from them, they're going to find out. That's another issue. Things like that just will come out. Yeah. Even if you don't actually say it. Yeah. (laughs) My youngest brother was actually an accident, but my parents were always, like, upfront about it and good-natured. They were like... Yeah, we didn't mean to have you, but we're so glad we did. You know, like... <laughs> it was an accident. He was a surprise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this does sort of paint a picture of how parents can warp their children. Well, yeah. There's at least that to take out of this. But we kind of already knew that going in. Yeah. We also have 70 years on this movie, so... There's been a bit more awareness of such things over the last 70 years. That's true. (laughs) We've sort of learned that we can't entirely cut down children when they're that age because they will never do what you want them to do. Yeah. At least most generations realize that. Parents these days, or not parents, grandparents these days, Hmm. they're terrible. Yeah. (laughs) You could steal 10,000 francs from them and not even notice. Well, if they don't notice, then... I don't notice. Till mom goes through your pockets. That's another problem. Yeah. Just having no... No privacy, Exactly, no yeah. Being treated like a terrible child. And I understand that there's, yeah. there's limits to the privacy of a child. Yes, mom and dad kind of need to know things about you. And it may seem like they're totally invading your privacy. But some of that is necessary and it's called parenting. Yes. But there's also too much. Well, there's also a a level of responsibility required to be able to invade your child's privacy. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) if you're just treating it like I'm the adult and you're the child and that's how it is, so deal with it. Yeah. No. It's a matter of accountability. Being able to hold your child accountable in a loving manner. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a gotcha thing. It's not a, oh, I hold this. It's, you don't blackmail your fucking children. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't even know how it, it descended to where we got. Because he wrote a paper about you know, his grandfather's death. And I, I guess he sort of lifted from Balzac. At least like the it, Eureka yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Which, that happens a lot. Yeah. That was his jumping off point for his source of inspiration. Yeah. I don't think it was outright copying. But the teacher said, well, it's plagiarism. Yeah. You're, you're done. I, I'm sorry, that was just like the worst teacher I had ever experienced in my life. 
What did he teach? Lucky. What, what, what did any of those kids learn from him? Fear. Learn how to resent the French language and French verse. Because of how, how they were with taught shit. with it. Ugh. Now can we get to the ending? That was fucking stupid. Yeah, kind of. There's probably some metaphor in there that I don't get. But... I kind of want to talk it out because maybe, but I don't think so. Um, so we had the one kid who had left for five days. And yeah. Said, I lived it up for five days and I'll do it again. Yeah. He got caught and they brought him back, whatever punishment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're in the middle of playing soccer. A very confusing soccer game because they're all wearing the same damn uniforms. (laughs) Like, how do you know who's on what team? Sorry. No. Yeah. Just, but. (sighs) But The ball goes out of bounds and he throws it in. Back into play. And then he just decides to run. Yep. Go under the fence and run. Yep. No prompting. No thoughts. Well, that's been a lot of the things he's done in the movie. Like, he runs on impulse. True. I think that's why he stole the typewriter. I think that's Maybe. part of it, yeah. It was the, I mean, there had to be a little bit of a plan to that, but it was very much a, hey, you know, typewriters are expensive. If we stole the typewriter... We should have money. Yeah. yeah. But it was, again, very stupid and misguided. Yeah. Not only did... No, stupid and misguided was taking it back. True. <laughs> That was stupid on top of stupid. Yeah, but it was, was stupid was... to take it from his dad's work. Yeah, the other slice is stupid on the stupid sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> if you had stolen a random typewriter from some other random office... But you don't know it's stupid. the other random office. You don't know, like, this is why you have to case a joint and learn the habits of the guards and true and the longer he stayed open. at that camp he would have learned these things because the boys were teaching him those things this is true <laughs> you know typewriters have serial numbers you can't sell it well renee it's told him that too it's true was it like i'm still not entirely sure it was his idea to steal the typewriter it was kind of i don't know maybe i wasn't paying enough attention. i don't think i was paying enough attention it just sort of happened yeah there's a few of these ideas where they're just kind of talking. I feel like Renee themselves. was a lot more of the the enabler. Enabler, yeah. Do this, and then we'll have this. Yep. You do it. Yep. That was very much again outside influence. Yeah. The teacher, his friends, his parents. I'm not saying he's completely blameless in all of this. No. Because he's well, he's kind of an idiot. Needs a little more agency. A lot of the problems are environmental. Yes. But if he had a little more confidence in himself, he could have done some more instead of just sort of going along with things and getting into all this trouble. It is his fault, but it's not his fault. Yeah. There is not a single innocent party in any of this, except for the kid with the glasses and and class. Well, I know, because he went and ratted out about playing hooky. So never mind, there is not an innocent party in this movie. (laughs) So maybe the psychologist. Maybe. We didn't get that far to see what damage she was going to do. Well, she does also do those stupid test things, like she drops the pen. and. Oh, yeah, he was giving pointers on how to... Not end up with bad things in your file <laughs> but in the end he was still the most open with her than with anyone else yeah yeah you know we learned a lot because he was actually talking yep and he didn't really seem to try with anyone else there are definitely some people who well, weren't going to listen 
I mean, with everyone else in his life, like, either he's already tried or he learned immediately that they weren't going to listen. That's true. There could have been effort made on that, at least with Mom. Yeah. Because at least she made an effort. It wasn't that great of an effort, but it was something. Uh, something. But yeah, there is at least an opening there where maybe he could have done something. Maybe. Yeah. I'm really, really trying here to <laughs> make sense of this movie. An hour and a half of what? Well, I guess it's not a bad showcase for the environmental roots of troubled youth. Mm-hmm. This isn't a terrible movie. It's very well done. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Pretty much everything about it is good, except for the story. (laughs) Yes. But I can also imagine, like, at the time that this was the kind of story that hadn't really been given attention. Yeah. And given, you know, this is late 50s. Yeah. There was a lot of kids these days going around. Yeah. This almost humanizes... The their kids. experience, yeah. yeah. I'm More so than anything else. Still, the mm-hmm. ending, I don't... There's got to be a metaphor in there somewhere. He's just mm-hmm. running, he, he makes his escape, he's evades his pursuer, mm-hmm. and runs for a while, makes me tired watching him. <laughs> it was a lot of running. Yeah. And then he got to the beach. Stepped in the ocean, turned back to camera, and that's it. Finn. Like, what the fuck? He, earlier he had said he had never seen the ocean. Yeah. So that was a almost like if you are out on your own, you get to have the experiences that you want to experience. Maybe. Because he had never seen the ocean before under yeah. all of these environmental influences. But once he said, fuck it, yeah. I'm running out, then he got to see the ocean. Yeah. Um, you know, Mom was saying, you know, he wants to make a living for himself. And at the end, she's like, fine, you do it. You see how it feels. Yeah. Because, yes, she knows better. In real life, yep. you want to go and earn your own living. It's not going to be fun, and it's not going to be easy. Yep. Unless you're really, really, really lucky, and you're not lucky, kid. Nope. So, yeah, confusing messages at the end there. But I think it's we're supposed to get a self-determination moral out of this of take agency in your own life don't listen to all the negative nellies around you telling you you suck (laughs) because that just shows how much they suck sometimes you do suck though yes and you need to be aware of that in order to change it sometimes you need to be told that yes i agree (laughs) but you need to be told you suck by someone whose opinion you trust and it need to be told constructively. <laughs> yeah, and it's he was not in a situation to trust anybody yeah, in his that's life. The, that's the thing. But I think that's the moral here of you have to take agency in your own life and stand up for yourself when you need to and do what's best for you because you out of all people know what's best for you. You at least have a better perspective. Can't do it all yourself though. No, it's paradoxical. Yeah, it's a thing missing from this movie. And I hate it. It's a very cut cut and dry (laughs) idealism in here. Yes. This isn't terrible. I don't think it's great, but it's not terrible. Not sure if it was really worth the effort to get to where I'm at with this moral. 
I don't. Yeah, no, it was. There's good stuff in there, but it was boring. Yeah. And I didn't care. I. That's my big even, issue is French New Wave. Even, it doesn't make me care. Yeah, even when I'm getting like the backstory and all that, I kind of feel for him, but I still don't care. That was the start of me beginning to care. And we had, what, 10 minutes left in the movie? <laughs> it's, it's too late. Yep. Yeah. I need to care first. Mm-hmm. And then let's. And then we happen. can do all the other shit. So that's French New Wave. If we made you care, we would uh, like your support on Patreon. Show us that you care <laughs> that we care. With money. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Check out our website, crackerclassics.com. And there's a Twitter, too, if and you dare, at Gregor Classics. We'll see you next week. Thank you, folks. Bye.